Listen, Bubberinos and Bubberinettes, I, I, I know that there's a lot of people that need help. There's a lot of great causes going on right now. But for me, the hospital staff, this is the first line of defense. The people that are braving that little squeak, little shit virus every day. They're going out there and they're taking high viral loads to the face mask and they're heroes to me. It's like D-Day when the soldiers jumped off those boats and the Nazi bullets were whizzing by and they kept going. That's what the hospital workers are to me right now. It's a, it's a modern day D-Day and they're taking on that little shit virus, which sometimes I think about, it, I'm like, that little, can we just send that little miniature Dr. Fauci's? I mean, he's already so tiny. Can we just send Dr. Fauci's out there and just start hitting that little squid shit virus? But anyway, that's, this is not about that. It's about just helping out your local hospital. Give them a call. Do they need food, bagels, pizza? Send them something. I know the masks and the gloves, I know that that's coming from the government, but you never know what they need. Maybe a local you know, nurse or a doctor needs toilet paper. Call them up. Just see how we can help. Uh, you know, might as well. I mean, it's not like I'm going to get a haircut. You want to do this, Chrissy Day? I feel good. I mean, right now, no. Right now, I have no symptoms. Do you have any symptoms? I don't know, man. Every once in a while, I, I get like uh, I'm paranoid that I'm not breathing right or something. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like everything, you're like, oh my god, is that a sniffle? Or then it's a sneeze, and then I have to remember, oh, that's right, you're a you're a very allergic boy, and this time of year, your allergies kick in. So don't be stupid. You're all right. You're okay. Like I'm giving myself pep talks every day. I know. I can't. Every day, I wake up and I'm like, I try to take a deep breath. And if there's times when I'm like, I can't take a deep breath, it takes me like an. I get paralyzed with fear. I can't even get out of bed. But it, I notice if I if I eat if I eat late. Yeah. When I eat late. Then, you know, I just have GERD. Don't forget, my GERD, I got gastroesophageal reflux disease, so that sometimes can feel like your chest is caving in. Yeah. So I got I, I, but I'm like, I don't know, you know? And then sometimes, and then it gets crazy for me. Sometimes I think, sometimes I'm like, you know what? I don't even have COVID 19. I have the old school one. I have bird flu or swine flu. I start to look up those symptoms. Oh my God, what a great angle. I'm not even thinking that because everyone's <laughs> focused on COVID 19 and then the swine flu takes you out. And then H1N1 comes in, and then because nobody's looking for that, or SARS. Right. I, I mean, it's gone to the point now where I mean, I, but because listen, SARS and 
all the other ones were bad. I know, you know, you'd say, oh, the Asian people. But now it's gotten to the point where it's brought the world to its knees. It's like we can't allow the Asians to eat bear claws anymore. It just can't happen. <laughs> we have to stop them. We got to come together as a world and say, stop it with the bear claws and the bat soup. Enough already. We tolerated yeah. this crap for a long, long time. We we keep you guys in business with your with your uh, general sow and all that crap. But stop with the exotic crap. Yeah, and for me, it's like, it's interesting because it's like, you know, the masks that we need to keep ourselves safe now, they're all made in China. So how do we know the Chinese aren't dipping the mask in the coronavirus and then sending it our way? It's <laughs> 100% correct, man. I, yeah. I, as soon as this thing hit, uh, the first person I thought of was Chris C.D. I'm like, his anxiety has got to be through the fucking roof with this thing. Well, you know what it is? It's, it's one of those things where... I guess because, you know, being a dad, yeah. you know, now it's like I can't kind of show that I'm anxious in front of my kid because I don't want her to, you know, pick up on that. But at night when I put her to bed, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, it's like I'm washing my hands, I'm washing my ass, I got gloves on, yeah. I got masks on. I mean, what? so if I'm going to get it, I mean, what are we going to do? If it's in the air, I mean, what can I really do? Are you pacing your apartment because it sounds like your phone has the coronavirus? Really? No, I'm sitting in one place. Is Am I going in and out? A little bit, a little bit there, Chrissy D. But uh, yeah. my phone has shortness of breath. <laughs> I understand all that because all of a sudden I have insomnia because I, I'm not worried about me, man. I fucking fuck, man. I'm in the I'm close to the age group where it'll take you out. And I'm thinking I had a good life, but I worry about my, you know, my young kids and my young wife. So now I got insomnia. Last night I'm pacing around my apartment. I'm eating apple jacks. I'm studying the numbers as they continue to go up. Just completely out of my mind. Yeah, I know. Same. My daughter just finished her antibiotics yesterday. She had strep throat. So like for like the last three weeks, she's had like a, every symptom, cough, right. her chest hurts. Right. And then we, I, I had, we were delaying, just giving her Tylenol and this and that. And then finally it got to the point 10, 11 days ago where I was like, I have to take her to the doctor. And I went to the doctor, her pediatrician, her pediatrician's in a full fucking hazmat suit, <laughs> you know, just like fully like an astronaut. Right. She comes in, she tests my daughter for strep. Yeah. And then she listens to her lungs and she said she hears some wheezing. Oh, and she's God. like, and she's like, look, you know, the strep came back positive. So she, we know she has that, but the wheezing in the lungs yeah. doesn't really happen from, from strep. So she was like, you know, it could be that it could be the, COVID-19 she's like but so just quarantine isolate you for 14 days so this is day 11 or 12 yeah she's like don't do anything and keep your family away from everybody because I, we just don't know I mean I was tweeting Dr. Steve he never tweeted me back well Dr. Steve is uh, in, in high demand we all got to leave him alone right now we used to just call him about our dicks and now we're calling him about the symptoms of the COVID-19 I know that's the thing. I have a growth on my on my penis that's unexplainable, and I'm not even worried about it as long as I don't have shortness of breath. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you're you're in the pediatrician. You're crazy. You went to your your kid's uh, pediatrician. Uh, were you touching stuff in there? I'm like, should we put on a mask or gloves? And they were like, oh yeah, yeah. And then they put then they put a mask on us after she had coughed all over everything. Right. And you know, the, see the thing is. With where I live, I live in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, which is kind of like a conservative neighborhood. So the lockdown really just happened here right. like two or three days ago. I mean, there were still bars open on my corner like four days ago because they're just all owned by the police. And they were like, ah, oh, fuck it. It's not real. But <laughs> right. now the pediatrician's office was like, yeah, we don't even have gloves or masks. Like being like, I see dopey in your ear. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Does my kid have coronavirus or not? Yeah. So it was like terrifying time 
you know, she's got a cough and a sore throat and all these symptoms, but she's fine now, you know, thank God. But every time I go to the supermarket, I'm like, this, I, am I going to fucking get it? Yeah. So course. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we have decided we leave the house once a week. I, I got, I got out of the city. Like, uh, I don't know, 15, 16 days ago. I said, fuck this. But even Sorry. out here, because all the New Yorkers are coming out here and bringing the Rona with them, and they're wandering around like they're on vacation already because, you know, they're out in the Hamptons loving life. And I'm like, no, man, we all got to take this seriously. So when I leave the house, I, I look like a complete idiot with the, the gloves and uh, hats and uh, masks and uh, eyewear because you never know if a droplet gets in your eye. I it know. Can, it could happen that me, way. I know, dude. For me, it's like this is a great time for me to just – I've always wanted to cross-dress. Yeah. So I just dress <laughs> – I just put my mask on and I just put on my mother's old clothes and I just walk and pass around. It's great. Are you wearing one of those uh, the summer hats, one of those flowing summer hats that the old yeah, ladies wear? Yeah, and, and I got a maxi pad dress because I hide my big fat rhino ass because <laughs> right. I, was, I was getting in great shape. But, yep. you know, before this, but now it's just fucking completely stopped. And I just, I have full tits again. How are you? Are you still, do you still just drink coconut milk? Like, uh, what do you do? Yeah, thanks, man, for asking. I'm doing the almond milk. I'm doing the DDPY yoga uh, on my phone. So I'm still working out. You know, I'm trying, but uh, we're all stress eating our asses off, right? Yeah, I was going to say, do you th- have you put on a little bit of weight or you, th- or you, or you feel good? I, I'm like, uh, I'm staying even, I think. What it's my think, hair, what? which is the problem. I look like Bozo the Clown right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, same with me, dude. I haven't. I look like I look like I'm a victim of an ISIS beheading video with this haircut <laughs> and this beard. What, how do you think? I was thinking about this. What yeah. do you think Carl Ruiz would be doing during this time? How do you think he would handle this? He would be rocking his ass off. He would be uh, he would be the leader in this. You know, you know, he would just be fuck this and he'd still be partying out there. He'd still be partying it out. Uh, I know, man. But he would walk around in a spacesuit. 100%, right? 100% full spacesuit, but he'd be at all the bars and all the eateries enjoying the hell out of his life. Maybe he, yeah. maybe he knew, man. Maybe he knew this was coming and said, fuck that. This isn't good for my lifestyle, so I'm out. He checked out. No, I know. It could be. I know. And what is Vic? You think Vic Henley's just going back? Did he go down south and he's just is he eating beavers? What is he doing? Vic Henley, I, I just had him on the podcast. He's still wandering around New York like like it's still nothing. He, he went and got a haircut. I'm like, what? You can't get who haircuts. The, yeah, who the hell even is? Who has the barbershop open? He found a barbershop that was open. The guy's just sitting there. And and Vic's like, fuck it, I'll I'll get a haircut. And he went inside and got a haircut. I'm like, we all look like shit, so you don't even need the haircut. Because everyone is Jesus understanding Christ. that we're going to just have shitty hair for a while. I know, dude. I mean, I've, my hair has never grown this long, I, I don't think since high school, but I'm kind of digging it. I mean, I, you know, my daughter painted my nails. I haven't taken the nail polish off yet. It's been about three weeks. I mean, I just... Beautiful. Complete, yeah, I'm, lose, I'm uh, losing my mind a little bit out here, but... yeah. It, you know, but I don't know, man. I mean, do you think it's going to end? When is this going to end? Uh, well, um, I mean, you know, you know, the big companies are trying to work on a vaccination. You know, that's 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 going to make somebody incredibly rich and some company incredibly rich. So, you know, there you got the top people working on that. And then they're working on the vi- the what the drugs that at least, uh, you know, work on the symptoms. So if you do get it, at least, you you know, it's not going to be a death sentence. So one of those two things will happen. But they're all saying like a year to 18 months on this shit. But see, that's the thing. Like, are these big companies going to allow 
keep them to keep losing money for this long? That's that, because that's what my question always is. is. Like the government will always step in if they're losing money, and I know they're losing money, so it just must be pretty bad if they can't stop the bleeding. Yeah, of course. I, I think they'll start opening up the the economy, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there, and then if we all just agree to wear spacesuits, then more of us can walk around. And did you hear about the antibody thing? Yeah, where people, if you got sick and you beat it, they want to take their antibodies. Dude, there's going to be an antibody test, right? So let's say Christy D gets the antibody uh, test, and they said, yup, you had the coronavirus, and you've mm-hmm. recovered. Guess what, my brother? You can walk around wherever the hell you want. You can have people cough in your face. It don't matter. You're good. That's I'm what's good gonna, to go. Yeah, that's what's going to happen, though. If you, got yeah. the, if you pass the antibody uh, test, you could go back into society and not worry about uh, getting the coronavirus again. That's going to start a new class system. The people that have it and the people that don't. It's going to be, do you have a sexy body or do you have a sexy antibody? What's better? <laughs> exactly. But I'm, <laughs> I'm going to shave my head, though. I, I warned my wife. I'm like, this is not going to be pretty, but it's either Bozo the Clown or you got to shave my head. Because those are the two choices. Dude, you got to shave your head. You got to shave your head live on Instagram. Well, didn't Mike Cannon kind of do that, though? I can't. I can't do his thing. He, yeah, Mike Cannon... Mike Cannon dyed his hair pink. Dyed his hair pink like Megan Rapinoe. Yeah, I saw that. But he kind of looks good. He looks good with it. I, I, you know, I feel like I agree with you with the mask. It's like our society is just we're gonna. It's gonna be like fucking Hong Kong. Yeah, we're just gonna be walking across the street. Oh yeah, all in masks. And you know, I think it's interesting because people like you know pre nine eleven, post nine eleven world. And then I think it's gonna be a pre coronavirus, post coronavirus world. Like, of course, I think society is gonna look way different. A lot of our peers in comedy or some of these comedy clubs, I don't know if they're ever gonna reopen. Right. I mean, it's 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 hard, you know. I mean, now cash is king. I mean, if you got cash. You're right. doing great. Of course. And, and your career was just uh, skyrocketing, and then this hits. Yeah, that was right. Complete fucking. Yeah, just complete. <laughs> no time again. I literally was just starting to sell out theaters. I was adding dates yeah. for theater shows. Like, I was going to be, I was coming up next. They were, you know, mentioned my name on Joe Rogan, and I'd gotten calls from certain people like, hey, and, and, then, and then just a complete, just sputter out. Oh. Absolute fucking challenger explosion it's done it's over oh that is so bad i feel really, I, had, I feel bad for you there's some guys i'm not gonna lie to you i don't feel bad for them but uh you my friend i feel bad you were well I, on your way <laughs> i know two show two shows in development the silver lining is my podcast the history of hyenas with uh yeah. Giannis Papas you know, is doing well, and those numbers are growing. No, you'll be fine with the podcast. It's one of the better ones out there for sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah. it. Uh, but you know what I'm learning? It's not that what? bad. There's a lot of people I, I absolutely don't miss as I'm in isolation. Really? Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. But like we were talking before, like, you know, now I'm a freaking teacher. You know, you got to teach a kid preschool shit. And I, I mean, today with fruits versus vegetables, and she was like, what's the difference between a fruit and a vegetable? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. And then she's asking me questions. She says, well, how come grandpa calls you a fruit, not a vegetable? And I'm like, I don't <laughs> Exactly. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. So, you know, so you're in that homeschooling hell as well. I didn't take school seriously because I, I, I wanted to be, you know, on the radio and now podcasting. And all of a sudden I'm a teacher like that. I didn't sign up for this shit. And New York City Board of Ed, where my daughter's in, I don't know how it is with your schools, but we have to have signed in by 8 a.m. So we got to get up of course. and sign in on fucking 8 a.m. I'm like, yo, what? What? Yeah. But we, 
we have no choice, you know, because I can't sleep anyway because I'm up watching Pandemic for the 15,000th time. Uh, so I'm not getting to sleep till 6 a.m. and I'm falling asleep with a gun in my mouth and I have to wake up <laughs> at 8 a.m. and try to sign my kid in yeah. and learn about the difference between fruits and vegetables. It's like, who cares about this? Unless we're growing them. You're 100% right. I'm now a fourth grade teacher. What? I didn't go to college yeah. to be a fourth grade teacher. Because it's hard, fourth grade, fractions and decimals. I'm like, I don't know what the answer to this shit is. Right. I, I have no idea what I'm doing. And, and the funny thing is, the school sets it up. They have a cute little video to start the day. Hi, everybody. Welcome to, you know, online learning. Let's sing a few songs. And everyone's know, happy. Every, and then they're like, every- okay, the rest is up to your parents. Bye-bye. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm like, that's all you're doing? And then by three hours in, I'm screaming at my kid like, oh, but the, the answer's yeah, right there. The answer's same right with- there. Same with me. We get those videos, you know, from the teachers and I'm just like, you know, at 20 minutes in, I'm like, just, are you going to pull a tit out? I'm, what are we doing here? <laughs> You're the best, man. You're the best. Old black water. Keep on rolling. Mississippi moon. Won't you keep on shining on me? Something like that. Well, if your water is black, you need clearly filtered. it's a new way to think about water filtration their breakthrough affinity filtration technology reinvents the way water filters work by capturing and destroying over 230 chemicals contaminants and toxins commonly found in tap water basically the filter you got at home it's not stopping as much as you think most water filters only focus making your water taste better, where Clearly Filtered does that and makes your water healthier by removing hundreds of toxins and also keeps the beneficial minerals in your water. But, oh, why do I never hear about these contaminants in my water? Well, the EPA only tests and regulates 91 chemicals that are found in tap water. Many other chemicals like PFAS, pesticides, herbicides, chromium-6, and many others are unregulated, and therefore you would never know if they are in your water. Does my standard water filter not remove these contaminants? Oh, God, no. Standard carbon filters only remove chlorine, taste and odor, and leave many of the harmful chemicals you can't see, taste, or smell. The most common carbon filter water pitcher, you know, the one that starts with a B, only removes five contaminants for comparison. But where are the filters made? Well, the filters are made in the U.S., dummy. In Alabama, if you really need to know. What type of filter systems does Clearly Filtered make? Why are you shouting at me? Relax. They offer a filtered water pitcher, a three-stage under-sink system that plugs directly into your water line under your kitchen sink faucet. That's the one I got, by the way, and I hooked it up uh, last week, and I'm loving it. And it also means I don't have to leave the house during this self-quarantine to get water at the supermarket where all the Rona is. They also got a universal fridge filter, multiple filtered water bottles, and filtered shower heads. Get 20% off your new clearly filtered system with the code Opie at checkout. Clearlyfiltered.com slash Opie. Use the promo code Opie, O-P-I-E. You'll get the 20% off your new filtered water system. They ship throughout the U.S. for free. They have a 30-day risk-free guarantee and then a lifetime warranty on all of their filter systems. I love it, man. Clearlyfiltered.com slash Opie. Use the promo code Opie, O-P-I-E, to get your 20% off your new filtered water system. Enjoy. 
And quickly, I want to say hi to my friends at BlueChew.com. That's B-L-U-E, Chew.com. Promo code OP to try it for free. I love the Blue Chew, and I don't need the Blue Chew. I'm using the Blue Chew so I don't roll out of bed at night. hey <laughs> I'm going crazy in self-isolation or what is it? Self-distancing or what is this called? Social distancing? What are we doing? What are we all doing? Why don't you make it fun and get some blue chew? That's what I'm talking about. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. And you can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. And if you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, you know, down there, I'm looking down there as I say this. Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. And it's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office. Doctor's office? Who would go to a doctor's office in these trying times? And you don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy at all. See, you don't have to deal with anybody, which is smart these days. It ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the good old USA. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct... They're cheaper than a pharmacy, and best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Are you ready for a killer boner? Visit BlueChew, B-L-U-E, BlueChew.com, and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code O-P-O-P-I-E. Just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that's Blue, B-L-U-E, BlueChew.com, promo code O-P-O-P-I-E to try it for free. BlueChew, better, cheaper, faster and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast we love you blue chew where are you in isolation by the way um right now i'm isolating in uh bay ridge brooklyn it's me my daughter uh her mom and her son we're all just isolating quarantine together so it's going to be a new sitcom uh coming out where i'm just quarantining quarantining with the with the with the exes and the in-laws it's so funny wait you're you're isolating with your ex Yes. Yes. Oh my God. How is that going? And are you getting action? You know what? It's actually not going that bad. I mean, it's, 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 you know, because it's a fucking pandemic. So we're just trying to do the best we can here and like, be like, we don't want to move, you know, the kids. So we're just like, Hey, like we'll stay in one place. I, I go out, go to the supermarket and do, you know, everything, you know, that we get what we need to get because I don't want, even like even or I'm on that citizen app and even in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, I mean, one of the five freaking boroughs, it's like a robbery at gunpoint almost every day. I feel like we're about three weeks away from true civil unrest. Uh, so uh, I don't let anybody leave the house. Yeah, if, if, if I, I'm the one that goes like in daytime we go. But like even like letting them walk around, I'm like, no, 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 because I just feel like we're just at the edge where like somebody has already ran out of money and food. There's somebody out there that. That's not going to be able to make it till the stimulus checks clear. Yeah, and they're who knows? Who knows if they're going to rob you and and you know kill you for your food? I don't I don't know. And that's when uh, crime does go up. It's not necessarily that the person is bad. They're that desperate to feed their family, so now they're they're uh, committing you know petty crimes and, and stuff. My friend, my friend is a cop, and he said, "Look, he was like, I'll be honest with you. He's like, I go out there. Yeah, but if, if you're committing a crime, 
And I, you know, obviously if it's like you're murdering or raping someone, I intervene. He said, but if I see you doing other shit, if you're doing it and you're coughing, right. I just don't go near you. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going <laughs> to handcuff you and have you coughing in the back of the car seat, uh, you know, yeah. cop car. I don't want that. That's a brilliant move. If you're a criminal, you just like cough your way through a bank robbery. Everyone will back up. Yep. And that's it. Oh my God. I can't believe you're uh quarantine with your ex. That's how amazing. funny. It- well, I know. Well, you answer my question, though, because there's a lot of people out there that, you know, share time with their kids because they're no longer together. The the parents or whatever. And I, I, I would think that would be incredibly nerve wracking. But you decided F that. Let's all just uh, self quarantine yeah. together. Oh, so definitely. So, definitely. We so, just said, fuck it. You know, we're doing this for our kids. And then uh, who knows? Maybe there'll be a surprise in nine months. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Did you go there? Did you go there? I need to know. What can you do, you know? <laughs> no, because I was talking to Des Bishop the other day, and it's, you know, he's a single guy, and I'm like, dude, this is a nightmare for single guys, you know, a pandemic. Yeah, because he can't have girls coming over. Is he, is he having girls coming over, that crazy Irish fuck? No, he's in, uh, he's in isolation. I actually went to his house. It was hilarious because... You know, we stayed very far apart, and he had a, a long cord for his microphone all set up. All I had to do was touch the end of his cord and plug it into my Zoom, and then I had to, you know, uh, use the sanitizer and everything else he he put out on the table. Uh, so I think we're all right, but he was talking about how, you know, he's doing the, the FaceTime thing. With girls? Yeah, he's FaceTiming with girls and, you know, and, and doing the what we used to call phone sex. Back in my day, interesting. Back in my day, it was just phone sex, but now what is it? It's video chat sex. What do you call it? Yeah, you have Zoom sex. I, I don't know, man. Skype sex. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. But do you, let me ask you: Do you think because like where you're out, like out, you know, by the beaches and the Hamptons out there, do you think because all these sick people are coming out? What I would worry about is what if the pandemic hits you because of all the idiots coming from New York, and then you don't have the resources that New York City has. Well, that, that's what the locals are worried about because the people came from New York City and they're not taking it seriously at all. They just think it's the start of the season, a nice early start. And they're buying up all the food that the locals really need because they don't stock the shelves that much until the season starts out here way out east. Is it really desolate in your supermarkets now? Like you go out, they got slim pickings? I said this a few podcasts ago. I picked up a chicken that had a limp. it was not purdue i don't even know what the name was i'm going off brand big time because that's all that's left that's the only option like literally you know the supermarkets in bay ridge and the places in bay ridge because it's more like a conservative neighborhood yeah like a week ago like a week ago like seven days there was toilet paper everywhere because nobody believed nobody panicked bought this because they're like ah Trump says it's not real, so we believe it's not real. We're like the Trader Joe's and all that. Yeah. In Brooklyn, there's been lines around the block for weeks. But here, it, the pandemic kind of just hit this neighborhood now. I mean, the coffee shop, I told you the bars were open a few days ago. The coffee shops were open. People were sitting outside, not socially distancing, oh, because it's like, you know, yeah. what are you going to do? You know, I mean, uh, so it's interesting, like, what you see panic versus no panic. And then you got some countries. Like Sweden, there's no rules in Sweden. They're like, listen, it's up to you. We're not, as a government, we're not going to tell you what to do and what you can't do. So if you want to close your shop, that's up to you. If you want to keep it open, that's up to you. It's, <laughs> and it's like, and they say they have the same. They're saying they have the same exact. Uh, numbers of cases as people who aren't quarantining. So it's like, I don't know. All I, I know that when, when I go to sleep at night and my family's asleep, what I like to do is slip on CNN or New York One and just start to um, pump my monkey a little bit to Andrew Cuomo. I think he's, <laughs> he's awesome. Uh, he's awesome, and I think he should be the next president because Joe Biden is fully going into sundowning Alzheimer's disease 
in front of our faces. So we need to get Hadi Cuomo yep. into the White House. Well, me and Des talked about that the other day, too. Uh, Andrew Cuomo keeps saying he's not running for president, but then Des goes, that's exactly what they say before they run for president. And he also said that Biden's done Tell as Des well. to shut his Irish fucking IRA mouth. <laughs> there you go. And, and he said that uh, the Democrats are going to have to do the nuclear option and get rid of Biden. Like, it's obvious well, that he he just talks in sound bites like like he he says what you want to hear. But it's all those sound biting things. There's no heart behind what he's saying when he when he's on the TV talking about. Dude, maybe, maybe, maybe the Dem. Everyone thinks the Republicans did this. Maybe the Democrats released coronavirus on the U.S. To, so the coronavirus gets rid of Biden. Maybe they said coronavirus will kill Biden right. and we'll move to the next guy. Could yeah. have been, all been a plan. Oh, Biden is just the worst. I cannot believe that this is uh, our options, well, you know? Trump's approval ratings are this part of Brooklyn. I mean, he's got a lot of fans out here. So the truth is this, is we got to just... You know, where we've done this long enough now, it's not even racist. It's just like, I mean, how much longer can we just allow the same diseases coming from the same country? I mean, you got we got to just go in there as a world. United States and all the other countries just be like, hey, listen, babe, yeah. you want to eat your bear paws, eat your bear paws. But you can't keep them in cages <laughs> right. with other animals, have them all leaking on each other. So right. if you're not going to regulate it, then we are. And I just I, I don't I feel like it could easily cause World War Three. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't think you're wrong because a lot of people are very pissed off because it came from China. It's it's all that liquid at the bottom of a takeout bag. Right. That's exactly. that's where it is. That's where the, the, the virus started, I think. I think 100%. Yeah, I mean, Chinatown, there's nothing going on in Chinatown right now. It's like a full ghost town. How about when this thing first started? They're like, support your uh, you know, your Asian businesses. I'm like, no. What? I'm like, there'll be a time I'll go back and have an egg roll or something, but I'm not doing that now. You yeah, do that. No. Yeah, no chance. I'm throwing bricks through their windows I, like everybody else. I'm not racist or anything, but this is not the time to support the Asian uh, businesses. Sorry. No, Sorry I know. I'm kidding. Well, yeah. And it's nothing again. Uh, same thing with me. I'm not. It's no racism here. It's just like real listen, talk. We got, we're all just. We're, we're. It's in a fucking pandemic. So I mean, what what are we going to do? I mean, as soon as this the thing clears, absolutely, I'll go back out there. I'll get you yeah. know my, you yeah. know Asian foods. But now, because right now, I just to be honest with you, I'm not trying to. I'm trying to get almost no takeout. I'm trying to cook as much as I can because even the delivery guy. I mean, if he gets too close, I'll kick him right down my stairs. Of course, of course, you'll take him out in a second. The the reason Bay Ridge is falling way behind it's like other communities like we just assume that dirty people are getting the coronavirus which is stupid obviously you know so if you're with your family or your friends you're like i picked these people a long time ago there's no way they have the coronavirus and that's why people are still hanging out with each other right and i feel like these cdc rules change all the time first to two to 14 day incubation period now they're saying three weeks so it's like i'm yeah. thinking about it's kind of like when you know, like when you when you have like unprotected sex, and you're like, all right, if I could just get through the first two to twenty four days, and I don't have any STD symptoms, it's like, I, you know, I, I did the crime, I do my time. Or if she doesn't call, if you know, if she's not, if she doesn't have a swollen belly within three or four months, she's not pregnant. That's why I feel with the coronavirus now. I'm like, when's the last time I saw someone yeah. who had a cough or a sneeze, or who's who's reported on Facebook that they're positive? If if any, and now for me, March fifth is the cutoff. If I saw you, if 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 by March fifth. 
Yeah. March 5th or before, then I'm good. Anybody after March 5th, I'm like, okay, yeah. let me just give a few more days. Yeah, man. I, I don't trust anyone out there whatsoever. And and in my supermarket, going back to that for a second, it's just terrifying to walk around the supermarket to get groceries for your family. And I'm noticing two things. I go out, like I said, with the mask and the gloves and the eyewear and hats, everything. I, I, no skin is exposed, basically, at this point. You get these tough, tough blue-collar guys walking through the supermarket at the same time. They look at you like you're a fairy. I, I know I went old school there, but they look at you like, <laughs> look at that fig. You know, the yeah. coronavirus isn't getting me. I'm a blue collar guy. I can handle <laughs> it. So you got those guys walking around and they don't honor your social distancing whatsoever. And then you got yeah. the young people because the news told them, ah, if you get it, it's a couple sniffles and you'll be back partying by, you know, Saturday. So those guys are walking around like it's nothing either. So then you're walking around the supermarket and you look like a complete and utter fool. And that makes you kind of maybe take your mask off for a little while because you don't want to look ridiculous in front of these people. I know. I know. I just feel like... Because cause for, for me, it's been like the CDC was saying, oh, don't put a mask. On. Don't worry about the mask unless you're sick. But now they're saying put the mask on. I'm like, well, I've been walking around for two weeks with no mask on because you told me not to put the mask on. It's like, yeah. listen, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, what's <laughs> yeah. the fucking right move here? <laughs> oh, I'm like, Sanjay. Yeah, you're a Sanjay guy. I'm more of a Fauci guy. I like Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci, I just want to I want to pick that guy up and put him on my shoulders and buy him an ice cream cone. He's so tiny. He's so tiny and and I said this as well that he, you know, he's so short that he has no choice. He has to touch the microphone to, you know, pull it down so he can speak. And you're not yeah, supposed to touch like anything. He's such like an old school Ginzo. I feel like at some point he's going to be like, listen, just put garlic cloves all over your body. And that's all you got to do. Unlock your doors. And if anybody who's not an American citizen comes on your property, shoot him. And that's how you beat the coronavirus. So he's just like an old school New York wolf. Oh, he's a tough New York guy. I, I assume he's walking around barely washing his hands. Oh, no, no way. I, I, as soon as he, I guarantee you, as soon as he takes off that suit, he's got on a, he's already has on underneath it. He's got a wife beater, <laughs> basketball shorts, flip flops, and a crucifix on. And then he just start. he just go as soon as he gets home, he punches his wife right in the face. And, and one sauce stain. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one. <laughs> that's really, I guarantee you. That's really funny, man. I, I don't know, man. This is, yeah. This is uncharted territory for real. It's scary. It's so fucking scary. You know, we're all going to know somebody, right? Well, well, I know. I mean, well, I already know a couple of people, you know, got sick and died. You know, it's it, especially in New York City. Do you know people who are sick? Um, well, there's somebody in our building uh, that has it. So that means that probably a lot of people have it in my building. Um, it hasn't hit that close to home yet. Uh, a family member. Thought they had it. They got tested, and uh, you know they it turned well, out. Well, you know, you know about the test. So the testing, the coronavirus testing. My friend, my daughter's godfather's an ER doctor. Yeah, and he was saying so, he, and he actually had it, but he's he's fine now. He's back at work. Okay. Um, he was saying that the testing, the coronavirus testing, because they have to develop them so quickly, they only have a seventy-five percent sensitivity, meaning that seventy-five percent of the time they're right. So whether you get it positive or negative, there's there's a chance it's wrong. So, so it's where most testing, like the strep throat testing, is like ninety nine percent, one out of a hundred, right, will, will be a wrong one. So that's why that's why they're saying, listen, eat, whether you test positive or negative, wait seven days till after your last symptom to come out of the quarantine. Now they've personalized. Oh the my god! That's what they said because they have to admit because so many people have all the symptoms, yeah. and test negative, and then so many people test positive that don't have it. So it's kind of like. You know, it still will be right three-fourths of the time, but three-fourths is not – I mean, 
when you start to multiply that by the millions, you have a lot of people that are saying you're negative, you're clear, and they go back out into society like they don't have it, but they do. Huh. Just a, just another thing to worry about, Chrissy D. I appreciate that. Yep, yep, it, just it, another thing to worry about. Is part of you thinking to just say, you know what, the anxiety is too much, fuck it, you leave your house with no gloves, no mask, and just walk into a crowd of people just coughing their lungs out? Yeah, there is a part, I'm going to get to that, where I'm just going to say, you know what, I'm going to wrap myself up in the American flag and say, <laughs> if, the, if the U.S. flag can't protect me, nothing can. And I'm just going to run out there. I'm just going to run out there and yell Trump 2020 yeah. and just see what, and just let people cough right down my throat and, and just see what happens. Because I can't do this shit. I've stopped watching the news. I was, I was, I, I'm, yeah. I'll admit, for weeks I've been sucked in. Yeah. But the last couple of, Dude, I would notice, man, as I'm on the CNN app or the New York Post app or watching New York One, I would start to cough. I would start to get right. symptoms subconsciously. Right. Yeah. And then I'd stop doing that. And yeah. now, once I don't do that, it's like I just don't if, – If I like right now, I've been talking to you, yeah. no coughing, no problems. But a couple of days ago, I did a podcast, and I, I had just come off in a freaking CNN wormhole, yeah. and I was coughing the whole podcast, and I was convinced I had it. Oh, I, I fully understand. I'm the opposite because when I leave the house to do my uh, errands or whatever, you know, no choice, but you finally have to do all that. I find myself not breathing properly and holding my breath a lot. So then when I come home, I'm all sorts of fucked up in, in the chest. Right. And it, right, yeah. it takes a while to get my regular breathing back. That's why I'm not even kidding, man. You start thinking, you know, I think I'm healthy enough. I think I'll I'll beat this. And you you almost want to get it out of the way, which is which is crazy thinking, obviously. I know. I know. Well, that, that's a wild phenomenon that I learned when I was a physical therapist. Um, like people who got like stage four, like end of life cancer, almost had no anxiety when at, they had a, a, a they would have like this spike of anxiety and then they would have nothing yeah it would be because they'd be like I, it's over for me so now i have nothing to worry about but all i'm going to do is try to enjoy my last few days and say goodbye wow you, you just hit on something really fast and, and we could start wrapping up so when my da my dad died he, he was in terrible terrible shape he had only one artery left to his heart but uh you know a car crash took him out but the worry that me and my brothers and sisters felt day after day with my dad as his health was not in a good place. And, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat. Oh, my God, did he die? You know, all that. And then you would be relieved in the morning. You call him. Oh, everything's OK. You know, that type of thing. But the anxiety was just unbelievable because we knew his health was heading in a terrible direction. When my dad died, and obviously I, I, I really wish he was still with us. There was a relief in a weird way, just like you were saying right. with the cancer, like, oh, my God, this really sucks. And, you know, I, yeah. I sure wish he was here, but I'm I'm not worrying about him anymore. You know, it's like, what do you want in your head? Because it's like with this coronavirus thing, they say 80 percent of young, healthy people with no pre-existing health conditions. And when they say young, they say under 60. Yeah. 80 um, percent chance you'll be fine. But then if you're in that 20 percent, which they have no idea why, it just hits your lungs yep. in a way that they can't see. Like that's the risk you take. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 80 percent is not good enough for me. I'm like, yeah, there's still 20 percent that where yeah. everything could go wrong. But you know, know. what? Thank God that uh, Tiger King uh, saved us all, though. Oh, my God. I mean, I, my biggest regret in this quarantine is watching Tiger King on day one. I mean, I binged it. Yeah. As soon as they shut the schools down, I fucking binged it. And now I'm like, yeah, when I watch Tiger King. All I was thinking about was how they didn't have to social distance when they filmed that. That's all I was thinking about. I was like, look at how close everybody is. That's look at, look at everybody's out there with no mask. Or anytime they show a scene in a movie yeah. of like a crowded street, I'm like, wow, 
look at look at how many times I just took that for granted. That's so funny. I think that when I'm watching these commercials, I start screaming at the TV. What about social distancing? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. What are you get doing? away? It's... I mean, do you think we'll ever like not social distance now, even when this thing is is gone? Do you think that this is just the new way of life here? I think uh, I think a lot more people will be working from home. A lot of that, uh, you know, Zoom and and, and video uh, conferencing and all that is now be finally going to become a a regular thing. Uh, we could have done this years ago. Uh, most people don't have to go to an office five days a week, but it's those stupid, shitty bosses we all have that insist that right. you come in because they feel like they're paying you too much. But now, because of this, I, I guarantee after this passes, which who knows when, more people will work from home. Absolutely. A lot of us will be walking around with masks, no doubt about it. Uh, so I think a lot of the stuff that, that started with this thing will continue for sure. Well, two things actually with my anxiety. One, what actually has helped me so much with my anxiety yeah. is I have equated like a, a degree of narcissism yeah. with my anxiety where I've been like, I, it's so narcissistic and selfish for me to just worry about, oh my God, what if I have this, what if I have that? It's like, I got a family to run here. So it's like, I'm not going to do that. So that's been one thing that's, that's helped with my anxiety. And now with this pandemic, you know, it's been hard for any, even people that have no mental health issues, it's been hard for them to cope with this. So for me, what's helped me so much is just to say, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. If I'm going to get it, then I'm going to get it. And I, and I, I'm not going to sit and think about every little symptom anymore. Right. I can't. The flip side of that is, you know, it's because, you know, I'm like, we're just worried about fevers, coughs and shortness of breath, but I'll walk around, you know, I'll kind of like do things that I'm not supposed to do. Like I went for a hike the other day and I'm like, Oh, I got my gloves and mask on. And then I almost fell off the side of a cliff. So, <laughs> you know, so it's like, I'm like, I got to get in nature and I'm where I'm like, Oh, as long as I'm not having no shortness of breath, I'm good. And then it was, you know, texting as I'm walking and I genuinely almost walked off a cliff in Harriman state park. So it's like, <laughs> just being an idiot. Can you imagine you survived the pandemic only to fall off a cliff while hiking? Oh, yeah. Or like, you know, you survive the pandemic, the comedy clubs and theaters back open. And then you just yeah, you just get hit by a bus. <laughs> on <the> show. <laughs> that would be our luck, right? Oh, you know, it's going to happen to somebody. I, I know it is. Uh, Chris, man, I, I really appreciate this. I wanted to check in with my my old pal. I know he's I know he's going through hell. So, yeah, I'll definitely invite you to the uh, to the new baby's uh, baptism in, oh, in, when, it, <laughs> when it comes out. I, when you told me uh, that you were self-quarantining with the ex, I, I laughed so hard because I, I love when I know my friends are in a, in a yeah. situation. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I'm living, I'm living, you know, I got two homes, you know, I've been doing well and I'm, I'm living out of garbage bags again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It I, doesn't I, stop. I, you, I, I love it. I lo absolutely love that that's what's happening. All right, Chris yeah. Stefan. All right, healthy. Good to see you, brother. Yeah, uh, History Hyenas, uh, it's one of the best podcasts out there and you guys are on a rocket ship. So congratulations to you and Giannis Pappas, all right? Thank you so much, bub. All right, and we'll talk soon, right. of course. I'll right, talk soon. Chris Stefano, everybody.